great big Merry Christmas. Whether you're joining us as part of our studio audience today or whether you're joining us online, it's wonderful to have you here as, as we get ready for, for just such a beautiful night. And I mean, my family, I just, oh, Christmas Eve, that was just it. So I'm going to ask us all, because today's been a little frenetic, I'm going to say a prayer. I'm going to invite you to join me just so we kind of get into the space. So please join me in a prayer to open today's service. Lord, thank you for your presence here today. Silent night, peaceful night. Lord, we come in here with worries and concerns and this and that. Did we get enough or not too much? Silent night, peaceful night. Lord, to all of those arriving here today with fears, with concerns, with worries, silent night, peaceful night. Thank you for your presence among us today. Thank you for this amazing congregation spread all over the country. In your name today we pray, amen. So, that's my big welcome to New Church Live. Now, now today's service, you know, again, we got a lot of kids who are watching today, so today we're really oriented towards the kids, and there'll be a couple of really big adult pieces in there. So for the kids, I just want to say one of the fun parts of a service like this, we have people joining us from places big and warm like Arizona, and cold and snowy like Utah. We have people from all over, and it's wonderful to have you joining us today. And what I want to start out talking about here is, is this last Advent candle. Now, I, I love, again, the beauty of this tradition, the beauty of the Christian tradition, where they were saying, what is Christmas all about? Well, it's all about, first off, you know, you have this hope, you have this imagination, you have this thing we're reaching for, this this world that we would love to live into. And then you have this peace, you have this deep grounding, that's the second week of Advent, this deep grounding that just is this knowledge that, man, life's gonna be okay. It's gonna be okay, because God is here too. And out of between those two things, these grow, joy and, and as well, this beautiful idea of love, joy and love. I love that idea, even, even thinking about the word joy a lot this year for me, because it's a little stressful right now, you know? And, and how do we continue to put joy in front of us? How do we continue to put joy in front of us? And that's so much. Like, you just think about the way that joy and love can interact, and it all grows out of that idea of what we're hoping for and the peacefulness of just knowing God is here with us. So are we ready to light the last candle? Big yes. So, so the last candle, it's, it's in, in Christian traditions called the Christ candle. And it's the candle we light that signifies that, that the Lord is born. And that's what we celebrate tonight, kids. We celebrate this last candle. And this last candle is the one that keeps all of them going. And it's real important, I think, not to see these, this Advent as this thing that's in a line and then we get to Christmas and we're done. No, it's, it's a circle that keeps on going around. A circle where what God asks of us is he asks us, yeah, you know, keep on hoping. Keep on trusting. Enjoy life. Love each other. I mean, that's the Christian message right there. And we're asked to live into that throughout our lives. And tonight we celebrate the very lighting of this candle. 
the very lighting of this candle. Now, as we look at the, as we look at the story, the story is indeed beautiful, and, and it's, it's a story that, that's a story about profound beginnings, and that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about a profound beginning, and the profound beginning starts with this woman, Mary. Mary was the one who was chosen and, 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 and to take care of the baby Lord, to bring the baby Lord into the, into the world, and Mary had a wonderful partner on that journey a man by the name of Joseph. So last week we looked at, at how the two of them traveled this 70 miles, this 70 miles to this little town called Bethlehem. And that's what we celebrate tonight. Just think about that. We celebrate that arrival in that town and the arrival of the baby Lord into the world. And it happened at night and most people didn't even know it. Silent night, peaceful night. It happened, and, and it's, it's something that has rippled out through the world because it made such a difference, folks. And it wasn't, it wasn't like this big, epic power thing. It was, was much more calm, much more, much more about love and caring for other people. And that's what we're really going to talk about tonight. That baby gets born. That baby gets born. And the first people who find out about it are the shepherds. The first people who find out about it are the shepherds. And we're going to welcome our musicians onto stage here. They're going to share a beautiful first song about that beautiful, beautiful first night. So stop this noise, 
Hey, New Church Live, this is Angela. I just wanted to invite you all to consider making a donation to New Church Live. And the best way to do that, no matter when you watch the service, is to donate online. So if you're in person or you're watching online, you're viewing it live or you're watching it a week from now, a month from now, a year from now, the best way to make a donation is to go online and make a donation that way. Um, you can do it on our website. You can text the word New Church Live, all one word, all lowercase to 77977. Um, or you can use the QR code below. Thanks, everyone. It's such a beautiful song, and that idea of, of this night. And you think about this night and, and the fact that they had traveled and they had, they had come to this little town of Bethlehem. There's the famous part of the story, which many of us know. They, they show up at an inn, and they, they knock on the inn, and they, they want to get in. They want to find a room. Mary's in labor. She's going to have a baby. And the innkeeper says, there's no room in the inn. So they actually have the baby out in a stall, of all things, out in a barn, essentially. What a beautiful night. I mean, just think about that night. I mean, that's really what we celebrate. What we're celebrating right now is, is, is that moment. The moment where that baby arrived and the world was never the same again. And I think the same can be true for us. Like if we really can welcome that into our hearts, that baby arriving, that life in a certain way is just never the same again. I'm very fortunate. Daisy's going to come out here. She's going to help me to tell this story. And it's a beautiful story about this birth. A beautiful story about the first people who actually got the message. The first people who actually learned what was happening. And that's the story of the shepherds. So the way, this, the way this story starts, it starts with this, this beautiful picture. And I, I think, I love this picture. You know, it's, it's one of, of this angel just showing up to the shepherds. Like the shepherds, they're there at night. There's no doubt in my mind that they're, they're gathered around fires. They're probably sharing stories. Just enjoying the evening with each other. And then this happens. Listen to how Daisy, listen to Daisy read the first part of the story. Daisy? Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. So that idea of fear shows up a lot. You know that the first initial reaction of so many people in this story is this, is this initial fear. And then you know what, kids? The angel spoke. The angel spoke in these words that just brought them instant peace, telling them it was going to be okay. So listen to these words. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe raped in swaddling clothes, line in a manger. So with that line, I, I love the idea, good tidings, good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. There's so many brilliant little pieces there. You know, this, this is good news. 
And I think so much of the time, it's easy to think of, well, if God's around, that means I'm in trouble. And that's not the story at all. The story's much more about like, no, this is really good news. It's not only good news, it's great news. And it's to fill us all with incredible joy. And it's not just joy that we kind of have as some private possession. Ready for this, kids? Maybe you want to make this hand gesture with me if you're watching at home. It's a joy that starts like this and just keeps growing. Every time we take that little piece of joy and we feel it in our heart and we just let it grow, one more piece. Good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. And then just then the night, the night gets incredibly beautiful. Like literally the whole night sky lights up. And all of a sudden, instead of just one angel, it's a whole bunch of angels. A whole choir of angels up there in the sky. And listen to what the angels said. With the angel, a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward humanity. That's good. Daisy, thank you so much. Give Daisy a round of applause. Thanks, Daisy. So, folks, I just, you know, again, like, there's, there's so many beautiful parts, and part of me feels like, boy, if we, could, if we could just really settle on these words, like, look at the, what the good news is. The good news, glory to God in the highest, and that word glory means celebration. You didn't even start there. Celebrate. Celebrate. And then it calls us on earth, peace, goodwill to humanity. From a Christian New Church perspective, goodwill and faith, they're one and the same. Can we really learn to have that peace in our life and, and goodwill to all people? Because that's what the good news is for. It's for all people. And here's this beautiful story that's asking us to carry that message, to live that message of goodwill to everybody. Now, kids, what does goodwill mean? Well, goodwill means you're just going to think nicely about other people as best you can. And granted, sometimes brothers and sisters make that a little challenging. But that's what we're supposed to do. Because that's the good news. And and you think about it being, being... put into the picture of this, of this baby, of this baby. And imagine, kids, just imagine their journey. Imagine them walking down off of those hills, and it's a dark night, but imagine how excited they are, and it's, I'm sure it was beautiful moon out, and beautiful stars everywhere, and, and they come up into this, into this stable, and they're probably thinking, that's not what I was thinking. But, you know, they come up to this stable, and then here's this mom and dad with their precious baby. What would have gone off in their heads? What would they have, what would they have known in that moment? They would have known all about God. Right there. All about tenderness. All about kindness. All about goodwill. There's no doubt in my mind the baby Jesus stole all their hearts and smiled at that moment. 
And then their lives, as they walked back to their lives, their lives were changed, as I said, forever. I think, I think the Lord, I think Jesus is always asking this question. And I think he asks it with a smile. Where could or where can my love go? You think of, of God as being love, the simplest definition that the Bible had. God is love in the New Testament. And that thought of where can this love go? How can this love be realized out there into the world? Well, this is the answer to that question. The world was created for us to be the place where God's love could go. You were created so that God's love had a place to go. You were created for that. You were created in this, in this way that there were all these finite forms, big word for the adults, their kids, all these finited forms of God's love. You were created so God's love would have some place to go. And, and it's not just like the world was created for us to, to be the place where God's love could go. It's not just a love that comes to us. It's a love, and I love this part. It's a love that goes through us. It's a love that goes through us. God's love. This blessing. This blessing. And God asks us to pass it on. To take the lesson of that holy night and to live it out into our lives. stars are brightly shining tis the night of our dear Savior's birth long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul So led by life, 
of a star so sweetly gleaming. Here came the wise man from Orient land. O king of kings, lay him in lovely manger in all our trials. Born to be our Thank you, Dan. I, I always feel like Christmas officially starts when I hear Dan sing that song. He's been singing it here for years. It's just beautiful, just beautiful. Folks, let the holiness of this night just end for a minute. Just let it speak to you for a second. The holiness of that night changed the world because we had forgotten. We had forgotten what God looks like. We had forgotten what love looks like. Which in a way means we had forgotten what each other looks like. It's such a beautiful thing to think about. And I, I think about those shepherds, you know, those shepherds and, and their experience and them walking away from that like, Holy cow, that would have been better than seeing the Super Bowl, I think. Like, you just would have been, how full would you have been? And I do imagine this. I remember kids, when I was in sixth grade, one of the things I had to do is I had to learn the 23rd Psalm. I know it to this day. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemy, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell, and listen to this line, think of these shepherds, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I mean, I think they, they would have known that. Given their Jewish heritage, they would have known that psalm very well. And as shepherds, especially, they would have known that psalm very well. And the holiness of that night, no doubt, came alive. And the important part of this, I think, kids, is, is again, not that we want to sort of hold Christmas out there like it's kind of this thing we observe. No, it's, it's something we are to live into. That's why they talk a lot about, you'll hear talk, people talk a lot about the spirit of Christmas. 
The shepherds, I think, were the first people who really understood, well, Mary and Joseph, we'll give them first dibs. Second people who really understood what the spirit of Christmas was. The deep spirit of love. Now love, what I want us all to think about, you know, going into Christmas is love is just a word until we show up and put a name on it. Love is just a word until we show up and put a name on it. That works so many beautiful ways. Love can be like this thing that's just way out there and it's nice and it's, a, it's sort of like a nice, nice card. But we're asked to literally put a name on it. Just the same way you put the name on the gifts that you're giving or you're getting tomorrow. You're putting that naming, you're naming that gift and you're giving it to someone. So that they can know this, kids, so they can know that love has a name on it. Some of you right now are sitting beside someone who's put a name on love for you. And that's what we're asked to do at Christmas. To continue to do that and to continue as best we can to put a name on love. Understanding that it starts with putting a name on love and seeing baby Jesus there. Putting a name on love and thinking, who can we help out there in the world? Who can we serve? Putting a name on love that knowing there's people who struggle and how do we reach out even to those very margins to help other people who are struggling? Even on days as beautiful as tomorrow, there's going to be people who need that kind of care and that kind of help. That's where, folks, it can become this. It can become a profound beginning. A profound beginning. That, that idea that every year, every, every time we get this thing where, where God says, yeah, you know what, let's listen to this, folks. It's never the bottom of the ninth with God, <laughs> if you're a baseball fan. God's always going like, yeah, this, we can make this profound beginning again. Together. We can figure out ways to bring into the world more hope, more peace, more joy, more love. Ready for this word, kids? More light. So this Christmas, let's make it that profound beginning again with God. A love that comes to us as well as a love that moves through us. And as it moves through us, let's put a name on it. Feel that tomorrow morning when you give your gifts. Feel that tomorrow morning when you receive that gift. And then starting on December 26th, kids ready for this? Be the gift. And let the holiness of tonight shape your life in the year to come. Amen. Before our last prayer, personally for me, pastor here at New Church Live, a huge Merry Christmas to all of you. A huge Merry Christmas. We have people joining us from all over, and I, I certainly know this is times that for a lot of people are, are challenging, but we sure do appreciate you joining us. I sure do feel like it's just a blessing to be able to share life with this wonderful congregation.
with wonderful musicians, with the tech people, with the volunteers, with all of you. So from the bottom of my heart, on behalf of New Church Live, Merry Christmas. Please join me in a prayer. Lord, thank you for your presence here among us today. Thank you for what you have brought to us in the form of this tiny infant. And Lord, help us to picture you there in that innocence, in that peace, in that call to care. A profound beginning yet again. Let us know that love is just a word until we put a name on it, and you did that night. And thank you for that. Help us to live in the holiness of that night just for a little peace this evening and allow that to be a profound beginning into life lived anew with you and with each other and with our families, with our communities, with our relationships. Allowing that to echo out. Allowing that to change the world. Allowing that, Lord, to bring us home. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for tonight. Our Father, who art in the heavens, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, as in heaven, so upon the earth. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. May the Lord on this Christmas season, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord lift up his face upon you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and bring you peace and bring you home. Merry Christmas.
shepherd's Thank you, everybody. I'd like to bring my daughter Eleanor out here and help us with this last song. Ellie, where are you? <laughs> this is a song I wrote a few years ago. It's called Christmas Day. Christmas Day, oh it's 
should be open to singing. Oh. Friends and family around singing. Oh. Make a glorious sound, cause it's Christmas Day. Oh, it's Christmas Day. The children say that it's Christmas Day. Christmas Day, oh, it's Christmas Day. The angels say that it's Christmas Day.